Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. And Jen, I noticed something about you today. I think it's a first. Yes. I don't know if it's a first from our whole friendship, but a first for a long time. Yes. Can you guess what it is? Uh, no idea. You're wearing black. <laughs> I was going to comment on this. We are both wearing black hoodies. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. We're wearing it's the Black Hoodie Club for sure. Yeah. Um. Wait. You don't see me. Oh, I don't normally wear black. You don't normally wear black. You wear. You're like my inspiration when it comes to color. I'm really trying. Yeah. I I realized as we were talking earlier that we match. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny. We're was, twinning pretty hard. It's I true. Was, I was imagining us matching. Um. Oh, speaking of matching, we have some new merch in our T Public store. Uh, we have a couple of uh, Crone Club t-shirts that I designed over the weekend. So um, <laughs> if anyone is interested, we also have some mugs and some other things. If you want to check out our tea Public store, we have some cute stuff in there. And I'll put that in the show notes. How are you this week? I'm pretty good this week. You know, it's it's cold here. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the this is the podcast about weather after all. Of course. But it's very pretty today which is nice because it's just been gray, 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 which gets so predictably depressing. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. You even know. Yeah. Even the couple of weeks it was gray here, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is too much. It's too much. The gray can really get to you even if it's not matched with the cold. Yeah. I mean, the cold, the cold can be nice in the sun. Yep. It can be. I'm just, I'm trying to think of some strategies for getting through the winter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's only February, still got a long way to go. Yeah, it is an endurance run, right? It really is a test of endurance. It's true. So that's how I'm, I'm, I'm mostly good. I've been um, traveling a little bit. We were in Philly for a little while. We were in Philly the night that they won the, um, the game that meant that the Eagles would go to the Super Bowl. And my favorite thing was that I texted you and I was like, I'm in Philly and they're going crazy in the streets. And you were like, did a sporting event of some sort happen? 
I said, wait, did a sports team win? <laughs> yes, that's what it was. And so I told Paul that, and, and we were looking at um, videotape the next morning of like all these people standing on top of a bus stop, which like came crashing down. Did you see that? Oh, I saw everything. What I texted you after that was, I was like, go inside. They will burn the city with their joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, Philly sports fans are unlike anywhere else in the country. It's 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 like I mean I think it's like they're notorious for being just wild, wildly exuberant, and also very aggressive. <laughs> they were both of those things that night. It's true. Yeah. So what else is new with you? I'm having a really good week after having several very bad weeks. Um, hmm. On Sunday night, I just realized my mental health was in the shitter. Just really, mm-hmm. just whoa, in the shitter, and. Um, I just got back on all the self-care things that make me be okay at this time in my life. And, you know, I started doing morning pages Mm -hmm. and they actually did help my writing this week. I figured out a hack for myself and I don't know if this works for everybody, but I put my uh, journal or my notebook, journal feels so corny somehow, in a drawer in the bathroom. And now I do the morning pages before I brush my teeth right at the sink. I just do the morning pages as soon as I wake up before I brush my teeth. Like, you know, wake up, do whatever you do in the bathroom, morning pages, brush my teeth, put some moisturizer on, exit and go. And then I'm going to meditate. And that's really been it. I've done like some yoga here and there, and I've been doing walks with friends. I've been really trying to implement the the Lori uh, Leibovich thing of doing that at least once a week. But the morning pages and the meditation, like a one-two punch has stabilized me this week. And I had to quit smoking pot again. <laughs> Why? Because I can't, I can't smoke pot and be functional. I lose access to words Mm-hmm. I I just become whatever's going on with me chemically with with perimenopause. I mean, I'm a lifelong not lifelong stoner, but you know, since teenage stoner. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time in my life that I think that cannabis is altering my mood in not a great way, making mm-hmm. me more anxious and depressed and also really blocking my memory, my word recall. So I had to stop smoking pot again. But anyway, so that that's what I've been doing. And I've been feeling really good. I've been feeling really good. And that's, um, you know, that's the most important thing. It's just, as we've talked about a million times on this show, a friend said to me very early on, I was like, how am I going to get through this, this perimenopause? And she was like, it's just going to be a lot of boring lifestyle changes. And that yep. advice has borne out again and again and again. So that's how I'm doing. The word retrieval makes me think of a show that I know you've watched more episodes than I have of mm-hmm. Poker Face. Oh my God. Right. I texted you to watch it. You texted me to watch it. And I love Natasha Leon, even though she does slightly play the same character always. Yes, yeah, fair. But but it, it works. It totally yeah. works. But anyway, she can't remember words in that show. She's like, what's that word? What's that word? The thing with the door and it travels elevator. That's right. Elevator. Like that just happens more the older you get. They're always words I know. They're never tricky words I can't remember. No, but I will tell you that my, um, my vocabulary, even in this five days has just like zoomed. Like I've been writing and I'm like, Oh, barrier. That's a word I had. (laughs) (laughs) You know, It's like all of a sudden I have them again. Oh wait. Okay. Let's go back to poker face. Which yes. ones did you watch? I only watched the first episode. 
Okay. And then you told me to watch the one with Chloe, Seven Ye, but that was like several episodes along and I didn't have time to watch more. So I I made a decision because I didn't want to ruin like any things that may be revealed. Well, it was good to watch the first one because that sort of sets an origin story down. Um, If anybody doesn't know, Poker Face is a show with Natasha Lyonne. She plays a kind of Columbo, like vigilante detective. um, And she's just kind of like solving crimes, but not in an official capacity through many different um, towns and cities, uh, basically right now in in the Southwest. I love it. I think it's so clever. And it gets the one with Chloe Seveny, which we could talk about when you watch it. Chloe Seveny plays um, like a, a, a fading aging rock star who had one hit mm-hmm. and is like now working in a Home Depot, but trying to like reignite her career. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a really interesting episode about... Um, there's more than meets the eye. I'll say the show is on Peacock and it's by Ryan Johnson, the guy who did Knives Out. Mm-hmm. There's more than meets the eye. I think to these episodes, there's a lot going on. There's They're multi-layered and it's particularly this one with Chloe, which really gets into, you know, talent and fame and, you know, ambition and being a hack and you know it's 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 mm-hmm. really really good and there's a lot of twists and turns i really i watched that show this week and i fucking loved it i thought it was great natasha leone is also very inspiring because she had a seriously bad like bad period yes like yes yeah, of darkness yes some serious darkness some serious drug problems i think someone told me that she was living under a bridge for a while yes well there was a whole thing who was it? There was somebody that was maybe, there was some like big controversy that maybe she set an apartment on fire. There was something went on. I'm not remembering this right. Maybe there was like Michael Rappaport was involved. Don't hmm. please nobody at me on this. I'm not hundred percent sure, <laughs> but I remember a series. Like she was like one of those like page six following a continuous story. Page yes. six for a minute. Um, but then the first time I saw her again, before she sort of, you know, reappeared, reemerged in Hollywood, was she used to work out at all the same places I work out in Silver Lake. So like 10 years ago, I just started seeing her in yoga class. And I was like, what? What's happening? How are you? Why are you here? And then <laughs> like we're spinning next to each other. She was wearing Gucci loafers one time in spin Fun. class. And I was like, what? Why? But uh, anyway, so so I... I knew personally that she was okay before the world did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I knew that Kurt Cobain was missing before the world knew that he was missing and dead. Wait, how did you know that? I had a friend who was reporting a piece on Courtney Love. Oh. Actually, with a person with a lot of integrity who she was reporting it for Details Magazine. And after Kurt died, she said, I'm not filing this story. I, I mean, I think that was the right call. Yeah. Um. What else have you been, what else? Listening, watching, reading? Well, I got BritBox. I decided to pay for BritBox. What in the world is BritBox? BritBox is a streaming service that has all British TV shows. That's very That's very perfect for you. It's very perfect for me. Um, they have a whole true crime section, which is really exciting. And I've been watching this show called Stonehouse. Okay. It's about a guy named John Stonehouse, who was a member of parliament who faked his own death. What is it? Document? It's, no, it's like, it's a, it's a docudrama. I oh, guess. wow. Okay. Okay. And, um, he is played by 
what the hell is his name on the show? The guy on Succession who's Shiv's husband, Tom. Oh, yes, yes. Who yes. actually is British. Yes, they, a lot of them are, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are. And then, then that, and Shiv is Australian, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Something, Kiwi, Some, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, I've been liking that. I've been liking that a lot. It's kind of smart and funny, and he's kind of this hapless guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good one. And it's it, it's a period piece. So that's good. Well, I'm really, I'm really pleased for you that you're, that you're, um, that you got that rip. Like, I feel like that's so perfect for you because I feel like you have so many interests. Like, I feel like that's a perfect, a, a perfect entertainment zone for you. It is. And I had Acorn, which also has a lot of British shows, but not enough. Okay. Okay. So I'm very excited about this new development and I look forward to watching many British true crime shows. I watched... Um, and this is super sleepy and it might, everyone might not be in the mood for this. And maybe you watch it if you're really feeling like, I just want something to kind of wash over me in France. Um, uh, on ER, no, I'm on that kick. Cause I read that book, a simple mm-hmm. passion. And I watched, there's a documentary and I don't know when it came out, but it, I happened to find it in like a Google search. It's called super eight. And it is all of this super eight footage of her and her. I think now ex-husband and their children and her mother that they shot in the seventies of Hmm. her family. And most of it is without sound, the footage. And it's her narrating her experience of that moment. Now as like a woman in her seventies, what it felt Hmm. like to be in her early thirties, raising children. She was a um, high school English teacher, but she was secretly writing novels on the side, but didn't feel like she could tell her husband. It's super, it's like a lot of their travel and it, it it's not very fast paced or anything, but if you're into like a, like a very, I, I don't know, I would say life affirming travelogue, um, of the South of France in the seventies. I, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a good, it's a good go. I watched it last night. I mean, I was a little bit like, oh, I'm kind of falling asleep during this, but that's not always so bad. That's not always so bad. Some things require precisely that much attention, or you can get away with precisely that much attention. I listened to a show called, I listened to that podcast of books could kill. Mm -hmm. And the men are from Mars, women are from Venus or women, whatever that is, that book, that was Mm -hmm. the one they did. And I was cackling. It was so funny. That was like, it is so, so funny. They break down everything that is wrong with that the whole men are from Mars, women are from Venus book and every single like theory. And it's just, it's like, it turns out like the author is a man and it's like an asshole. And it's right. just like, what? My wife wants me to pay attention to feelings. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> no way. How funny. I want to listen to that. You should, you should. <sighs> There's some, I've been thinking about something a lot and it's kind of a bummer, but I've All been right. thinking about it. Let's talk about it. Dying. Mortality. Okay. I'm mortality. Right. I'm, 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 I'm right with you. Continue. Continue. I've reached the age where people are getting sick. Yes. You know, not everybody, not even, you know, half of everybody, but like they're, they're no longer outliers, the people who get sick. Yeah. It's happening regularly. Some people die. I'm sorry. And, and I've just been thinking so much about that moment you find out you know, stage four metastatic or whatever. Yeah. Like that moment when you're like, okay, I may have a year, may have six months. I don't know how long I have, but it's not long. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like what goes on in, I mean, a million things go on in people's minds, but how do you begin, how does one even begin to accept that when it happens? Well, it's funny. I don't know the answer to that, but it's funny that you bring this up because I've been also thinking about this a lot as I'm really unpacking why I'm feeling so concerned about getting older because I don't really give a shit, but why? And it's really that thing of like, well, I'm closer to the end. Oh my God, I'm closer to the end. Fuck, 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 fuck. I don't want to be closer to the end. So I have been trying to sort of face this head on. And I I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but I don't know. I'm listening to a book called um, How We Live is How We Die Mm -hmm. uh, by Pema Chodron. And I've been thinking a lot about the concept of the bardo. You know, the bardo is the bardo is in Tibetan Buddhism. Um, It's like the time between the moment you die and the, the time of rebirth. So it's an intermediate transitional or liminal state between death and rebirth. This is just what the Tibetan Buddhists think, right? It's for, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be 49 days, right? Where your soul kind of exists in a dreamlike state. Not important to believe that or not. Um, but it's more like Laurie, Laurie Anderson has written songs. Like I think it's songs from the Bardo. There's that, uh, Lincoln in the Bardo. This is all about like a mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. post post death. And, and it's about a time when you're looking back on your, on your life and it's preparing for death. Really. If you start thinking about the Bardo, you start thinking about how do I prepare for that moment when I die and how mm-hmm. do I get right with it? And, um, one thing she said, and for whatever this is worth, it really stuck with me. I wrote it down, um, that she prays to this Tibetan nun, prays to people who have just died, um, who are in the bardo to help them not struggle with this period of time. But what she said was, and I thought this was very good advice for life and has been helping me sort of feel more at ease, is she says to them, don't run, slow down. Don't make any quick moves. Face whatever scares you now. Mm. And I thought, that's good prep because we don't know what minute we're going to have tomorrow. I mean, what minute? We don't know what we're going to have. We can't know. Yeah. We can't know. So the only thing we can do is try to live this moment the best that we can. Yeah. I mean, and that doesn't necessarily help the death stuff go away, but it's it's part of the death acceptance practice. You know, we're all going to die. I mean, it's the most cliche thing to say, but I could walk outside right now and get hit by a truck. You know, anything could happen at any age. That it's coming closer to when it will inevitably happen is more terrifying, but that just means, I think... And I don't want to take anything away from your fear and anxiety around this because I I understand. But I think that the answer that we don't ever really want to hear is that we just need to live in this moment the best we can. Yeah. I can't tell you how much it fucked me up when you told me um, Better Call Saul guy. Yeah. That he knew he was dead, that he died when he had a heart attack and died and was dead for a few moments and knew he was dead. Yeah. That just, I, I, that fucked me up. I told my mom it fucked her up. Like we're both wandering around thinking about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I, okay. I, I, really, I really, I really do tend to really just bring the fun. Um, <laughs> you do bring the fun. Let's take a quick break from some ads. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin, and I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry-leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry-leading sustainability standards. You know I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump, and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long, and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Ah. Okay, so you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. One thing I have been thinking about is how much my life is motivated by, or how much the things I do in my life are motivated by fear, Mm -hmm. right? You know, fear of failure, fear of death, fear of, of, of doing the wrong thing, fear of rejection. And I really have like face whatever scares you. I think that that is it. Yep. Because what are you going to, what are you going to regret at the end? Yep. You're right. You know, and then there's this other thing that Tibetan Buddhists do, which I take full moon hikes. This is very embarrassing, but Mm -hmm. that's just something I do with my friend Quinn, which is very fun. But, oh, speaking of your friend Quinn, you had an exciting thing happen. Oh, I did have an exciting thing happen. Oh my God. I have to say this. I had an (laughs) everything is fine listener approach me in a bar on Friday night. It was very exciting. So exciting. It was very, very exciting. Thank you so much for identifying yourself and coming up to me. It wasn't weird at all. I was so happy to see you. It was so cool. I was just, well, at first I was like, wait, do we know each other? Is this, you know? (laughs) And no, it was a person who was like, I'm a big fan of everything is fine. It made me so, so happy. Oh, so nice. 
And our listeners have actually been so lovely. Like one listener sent me a bunch of information about ADHD, who was realizing that I was struggling more with ADHD than I had really thought about, you know, like, cause I haven't, mm-hmm. I just got diagnosed like six months ago. You know, I don't know everything about this yet. Um, so anyway, listeners, yeah, you guys have been so wonderful to us and I'm really super grateful. Yeah. It's, it's a really nice feeling. Yeah. Super nice feeling. Um, Anyway, there's this other thing that these Tibetan Buddhists do, which is they, um, the full moon or the, I don't know, the, the whole, whatever, one of the moons, they go over all their regrets and clean them out. It's like every single month you think about what did I, what did I do this month that I regretted? And you kind of like process it with like some gentleness and some shame without, without shame, with some gentleness. And I forget what the word for it is. My phone just died. Now I can't get on my notes app. So we're never going to know, but (laughs) it's a, it's a ceremony they have so that they're not building up regrets throughout their whole lives and they're processing regret in real time, which I think is such an interesting concept. It is an interesting concept. And I think like if I did that, I'd somehow have to go back retroactively for all of my regret. But I I suppose it's not about that. It really is about beginning to express your regret. I mean, I have so many things I regret. So many things that torture me at two o'clock in the morning. Totally. When I can't sleep. What, okay. What's a not personal one? Um... I regret how I was the last couple of years at Lucky a lot. I was ready to go and I should have gone. Yeah. You know, that was a big, scary step I wasn't willing to make. But um, I regret that I stuck around, that I knew I was not bringing much creative to the job at the end. That's so hard, though. That's so hard. It's so hard in those moments to... Because it's like, well, what harm did you really... You know, in that moment, you could justify, well, what, you know, what harm were you really doing? Yeah. But also that was hard for you. Like being checked out was probably really hard for you. It was a drag. Yeah. Yeah. To not feel like you could do the job anymore. I, this morning I was really thinking because I'm about to be in a position to decide what I want to do next. And I was really thinking, can I handle having a full-time job again? Because it would solve so many things in terms of precarity, you know? but it would, it would create so many new problems, you know? And I, yeah. and the, you know, I, I recognize the immense privilege of having, being able to set my own schedule and make, you know, yeah. and work when I want to work. I mean, within reason I have deadlines, but you know, I can, I can meet those deadlines in the way that I want to. And I don't have a lot of the meetings. It's really the meetings. If I really think mm-hmm. about the worst thing, it's just the fucking endless endless meetings, just like nonsense meetings, the meetings that could have been an email, the meetings that could have been a, yeah. a bit moji. Like it's just yeah. like, no, it's, it's really true. I, I once consulted for Microsoft, um, after I worked at New York magazine where I'd been in charge among other things of the entertainment listings, mm-hmm. Microsoft decided they wanted to start a city listings public. It's when Microsoft was going to try to get into the content business. Mm-hmm. So I started something called Sidewalk and um, someone I knew was running it and he asked me to come consult. Mm-hmm. And all I did was go to meetings that were not necessary. All I did was go to meetings that were unnecessary. And finally, I said, I'm only here for four months. I'm going to be at my cubicle. If you really, really need me, get me. Otherwise, I can't do the job you hired me for. 
And I don't know what office culture is like now. I don't know how things are shifting, what's prioritized. I really, I don't know, because it's been a long time since I've been in a traditional office. It's been like four or five years, but it always felt to me like, why are we not, why is this so inefficient? Mm -hmm. Don't you want to optimize all of our time? Isn't that the goal here? Yeah. Like, isn't it the goal to get the work done the best we can in the, in the fastest way possible to get from A to B as fast as we can? Instead, it was like, it was like one of those family circus cartoons. Every time, every fucking project was like Billy, like stopping in the doghouse and then going on like a slide and like getting in the mud. And it's the fucking truth, man. It's just bullshit. It was such bullshit. Um, I'm trying to read more. I know (laughs) I started reading. I, after I, once again, I'm doing everything after you. I I've been reading the Prince Harry book. It's pretty good. Isn't it? It is good. It's well-written. He had a very good writer. He really did. He really did. And it ends really well. You also get the feeling that he's like an okay guy. Yes. Like he's a prince. He's stupidly privileged. I don't agree with like everything that he and his wife, you know, have done, but I think he's a good guy. You know, he's sensitive. The way he talked, I mean, it's so heartbreaking the way he talked about his mother and how for years he just thought mom wanted to disappear. All she's done is disappear. No, but also just like it's a book about healing from trauma. Yeah. He was a traumatized person. And these are words that from a lot of our families, we don't talk about, you know, that's one mm-hmm. of the biggest things about generational trauma. Nobody talks about it, you know, and you're not yeah. supposed to, that's like the rule. And he was obviously a traumatized kid by a number of things. Like, and yeah. the very, it, it, you'll get to the end. I found the end to be so satisfying. And I really, I really cried. I really, really had like a good cry over Harry's life. And also his, um, I felt that like, that like sort of like, just I'm saying life affirming again, but I just felt so like, oh, this guy is living a really beautiful life and it's the life he really wanted. And yeah he got it. And, you know, it's maybe the life his mom would have enjoyed too, had she had been able to get the fuck out of that monstrous situation she was in. Yeah, no, it's true. It just, you know, I I was just, I think about it because it's like a family with no physical affection at all, like no hugs, like nobody hugged that kid after Diana died. No hugs, weird obligation. Everything feels transactional the stepmother seems really evil. Um, you she know, does. like really just uh, like an ax to grind. And also it's just feel, it felt like, like when you really understood the sort of mechanics of the Royal family, he was the one that they could throw under all the time. So because yeah. they needed to keep, they need to keep the image of the King and the, the next King intact. Yeah. So it was like, he was just disposable. Yeah, he was. And he was like, he was like, and excuse my language, one listener who says, I don't say anything but fuck, but fuck it. He was like, fuck (laughs) this. Yeah. I'm going to make this other decision. I'm going to live an authentic life. I'm going to live with a woman who loves me for who I am. And I love too. And I'm going to raise two kids and we're going to have some goddamn chickens. And I'm just going to be as normal as I can be. 
Right. Um, no, I, I, it was a very satisfying read. I am reading, um, Janet Malcolm's book, still pictures on really? photography and memory. And it's just a series of, um, photographs of her life that then she writes these very beautiful essays, uh, to go along with. And hmm. it's somebody clearly at the end of their life with a lot of wisdom, still some quite amazing writing chops and, um, it's it's a really beautiful book. I've been very I've been very moved by it, really hmm. enjoying it. So, yeah, I've been trying to read more. I don't know. I know it's hard. It is I don't hard. know why it's so hard. Well, I took Instagram off my phone. Oh, I took Instagram off my phone and then I did the best thing. Not only did I take Instagram off my phone except when I have to promote the podcast on Mondays, but I did the best thing which is I reconnected with the Freedom app so that when I'm working, I can choose which websites or entire categories of the internet that I can't look at while I'm working. And that's such a good idea. It's the best. It's the best because what I was doing was getting stuck with writing, feeling really frustrated and going over to a news site, getting myself all riled up because I mean, let's face it, the, the news have, has been, you know, not, not great. I mean, and that's just an evergreen comment, but so now when you're on, when you get the freedom app, you go to click on the thing, it says site not found. And then it makes your whole screen green and says, you are free. <laughs> so yeah, that's funny. And it just, it just says that. And so you can't, cause you say I from three to five, just log yes. me out. And so you, even if you want to, you can't. You can't, you could go in, you'd have to do many complicated things, but then also you can only break it. I forget what it is, how many times you're only allowed to break it like three times before you can't use the app anymore or something. There's something very punitive. So anyway, so I've been doing that and that has transformed. I'm having a better revision week than I've had in months. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I have a new mascara that I'm liking. Oh, tell me I need a new mascara. You know, I go through mascaras very quickly. Like I don't have a favorite. I'm just always looking for the next best mascara. It's I, I, I'm chasing the monkey. It's your thing. Is that what they say? Chasing the monkey? I don't know what they say. Milk Beauty, their Kush mascara. Okay. Very thick, very volumizing. Mm. I'm enjoying it a lot. Oh my God. This is what I've been meaning to tell you. So my kid is currently taking a collage class, which means we have like tons of magazines that we wouldn't normally have in the house because you know when you have when you're taking a collage class you need to whatever and they were specifically making this weezer album like the weezer blue album remember that one i don't know if you remember it mm -mm. okay well anyway it's a very specific color blue and mm -hmm. so alex had gone to the store and like picked up a bunch of magazines and one of them happened to have very this specific color blue that our kid needed a lot in it it was like one of its theme colors and it is called it is a magazine called First for Women, and it is about um, being old. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, except that it's about, um, it's about being over 50. And if you want the source of why we're so fucked up as women in this society, all you need to do is pick up a copy of First for Women <laughs> because it is the worst. I was telling you earlier, there's a seven page spread that's just like, hairstyles to cover all your oldness. It's just, <laughs> like, there's one that's like the banged bob, masks forehead furrows, the sassy swing will soften your crow's feet. 
<laughs> the silky shell will camouflage thinning. It's just one page after another about being old and how you have to hide it. It's There's so many weight loss things in here. There's so, so much about menno fat, how to get rid of it, all these fucking diets. And then my favorite part of it is there's like a whole feature on, um, well, there's like the best fats and this bat, really terrible looking recipes. But then there's like this whole, this whole feature about women who have been capitalizing. It's like cash in with a midlife change. And it's like all of these women who are cashing in on women, other women in midlife. Like, oh, this it, sounds like a trouble. They started businesses that to help women in midlife, like I bring in $2,500 a month just selling shapewear. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all like that. It's all like that. I make up to $10,000 a month as an image consultant. When women stop remembering how to dress, I'm there. It is the worst shit. <laughs> anyway, you could make $10,000 more of than you already do a month. You could be an image consultant for somebody or you could sell shapewear. I could tell, I could it, it just just work on undermining women's confidence by pretending to boost their confidence. God, you're so good at this. Yes, that is exactly what I was talking about. Yes. Anyway, this magazine feels like it is from 1993, except that like we got older. It feels like all the magazines we read in 1993, except if we were 50 then. That's really sad. It's really, 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 really sad. And, um, and one, of the, one of the cover lines is suddenly ellipse younger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Cover lines. Scott, were you ever in cover lines meetings at Lucky? Oh, Kim France. I was indeed sometimes in those meetings where we would talk for 15 minutes about whether we should use gorgeous or glamorous. The new pretty. The, oh. I always felt bad for the people in the art department because we did the cover lines in the art department and it was so tedious to hear all of these very well-educated women like going, Funky femme. No, the new funky femme. So I'm, I'm revising all kinds of parts of my book. And one of the parts that I'm revising is this um, section about lucky. And so oh my god, what I'm holding up right now are a million luckies that I pulled out. Oh my God. Look, that was a big issue. That was a September issue, wasn't You're, it? Uh, how did you fucking know that? Yes. No, it's December 2008. December. Oh, that totally 2008, thick. that is? Yes. Yes. Wow, we were still kind of fat in 2008. No, 2008 is when I left. I left like right after this. But um, it's like, I just know how long, for example, sexy and stunning took us. Sexy and stunning. <laughs> yes. Healthy, shiny hair. And I remember Jean Godfrey June was just the best at it. She knew exactly what we should do. Like, no, was, she was always like, they want to see healthy. They want to see healthy. They want it. She always knew. This is the best though. Carrie Russell. And I was there for this. I did this interview with Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Could she be any prettier? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long we spent on that one. It was so funny. Oh God. Oh, my God. oh, affordable was a big word we used. Free. Another big word. Oh my God. Yes. This. And, and then I went through a couple and I was like, oh, I remember that actress was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think about that because I, I, um, everybody's been talking about Anne Hathaway a lot and we had a very lately and we had a very stressful shoot with Anne Hathaway and who knows what the truth was, who knows who was 
at fault there. I don't know who was at fault, but I do know that she was supposed to be in a dress and she wound up on the cover in her own jeans. I do know that. (laughs) I do know that there was like a big to do about she was supposed to wear, you know, dress A, B, C, or D. And instead she was on the Lucky Magazine cover with, um, her her own her own genes that she walked in with which is so against the whole lucky the whole lucky ethos it was kind of against the law is basically <laughs> what it was. um but what were you going to say about these these cover these cover meetings what was exciting we also did didn't you do focus groups too oh we did we did focus groups we did about over the 10 years i was there maybe three rounds of focus groups maybe four and they're you know they're 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 kind of, they're weird. I mean, you know, some of our listeners have probably been in a focus group. You sit beside, you sit in a room, people behind a one-way mirror. It's crazy. Two-way mirror. What do you call it? A two-way mirror. Two-way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are sitting there and they're just picking apart your product. But then we did it with this one guy who thought, and this was so stupid. He's like, you guys should be in the room with them. This is how focus groups should work now. And of course, because the editors were in the magazine all the time, the people in the focus groups recognized them and got completely self-conscious and didn't really talk about, right. you know, but focus groups were, you know, we were really allowed to create that magazine without focus grouping it and without a lot of research. And and the focus groups were helpful. I mean, you know, one time when we were just doing, um, we had just done the test issue and they had decided to launch Lucky mm-hmm. based on the strength of the test issue. Mm-hmm. And this one girl walks into a focus group in New York, I mean, LA, and she is, Andrea and I are like, oh my God, she is like the most lucky reader. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's this, she's that. Like, we love her. And she gets, it, it's her turn to talk. And she goes, yeah, I didn't really like it. <laughs> it would kind of be like that. But we thought about, you know, she said some helpful things. But yeah, it was just like, she's it. She's going to get right, it. Right. She's going to, she's going to just hug this magazine. It's going to be the yes. best. Yeah. She's going to want to be the mascot. No, it's really funny. It was really funny looking through these and just knowing how much we labored over every single word in this magazine. And, you know, I mean, ultimately, like for what? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you just, I'm thinking about work a lot in that way, because as you know, I've talked to a lot of women recently in their seventies and eighties about their careers and what people remember about work is not the work. Mm-mm. It's like rarely the work. It's the people, it's the environment. It's, it, it's, it's nothing to do with the shit that you actually stress about. Mm-hmm. It's what they learned, maybe, you know? Yeah. No, I don't think about sitting at my desk with a red pen when I think about being at Lucky. No, I don't think about that that stuff either. I don't, I think about the people I knew. I think about like, and I really just started thinking about, well, for a thing that brings us like, this brings us so much stress and that we, we spend so much mental energy on at the end of your life. I mean, speaking about dying, you know, like. What are you going to remember? What does it even matter? Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it does matter. It does matter because I think our identities as as war, as as people with jobs are very important to us. It's different times of our life. Yes, I think you know, so they too. create our identity. I think so. Or too. for people like me and you, they created a lot of our identity for a long time. I think so too. But I I have a friend out here, and I I went to um. I went to a party the other night 
And another friend was there and we were all talking and she kind of got lost in the conversation. And uh, I said, Hey, I didn't really get to talk to you. I'd really like to talk to you. And she said, Oh, well, I don't really have a big splashy project to talk about. So I, I just didn't feel like I, you know, I had anything to contribute. Right. And I was like, listen, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit about that. I want to know about you. And I went for a walk with her this week and she was telling me about this job she has that is just totally an under the radar, just pay the bills job that she took so that she could focus on her mental health, a creative project that she was interested in. And she was like, I'm kind of embarrassed by my job to like tell people about it. And I was like, you're winning at capitalism. You have a job <laughs> that pays all of your bills and you're here walking with me in the morning and you know that you're getting a paycheck every, every, you know, two weeks or whatever it is you have benefits and you have a spacious life. That's the win. The win is not, <laughs> the win is not you know, the other, the, the big splashy projects. God, no, the big splashy projects are rarely coincide with happiness. No, no. You know, you get an ego boost, you get a charge, like interesting people think you're interesting, but happiness, I don't know about that. No, no, no. And it was actually one of the best conversations. It was a much better conversation to, than I had had about the big splashy projects. Um, because mm -hmm. it, we, we talked about real very real things and about our lives and who we are and where we want to be and blah, 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 you know, life shit. Thanks for being here, everyone. And thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We're your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on all the platforms. If you don't, please don't. We don't want to hear it. Um, we read five-star <laughs> reviews <laughs> sometimes on the show. Um, if you want to support the production of the show, we have a Patreon at patreon.com backslash everything is fine. We do uh, live events there. We blog there. Um, and sometimes we put up uh, playlists there, but mostly it's just to help support the show and help us keep the lights on. If you want to follow us on social media, we're at EIF Podcast. Um, we're also on Facebook with a private and robust Facebook group where things get spicy sometimes, as I discussed earlier. If you want to follow Kim, you can follow her on girlsofacertainage.com. If you want to follow me, I'm at tinyletter.com backslash Jennifer Romolini. If you want to give us feedback, the best place to give us feedback is everything is fine. The podcast at gmail.com. We monitor that regularly and we respond. The show is mixed and edited by the great Natalie Rivera. Thank you, Natalie. Yay, Natalie. We'll be back next week. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.